Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. It's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. To start conference recording, press 1. The recording has started. Got it this time. (laughs) It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous serve to the empty degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT, super fantastic family. Today is Wednesday, hump day, September 28th. 
2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. It is a marvelous, oh, no, it's not marvelous. It's wonderful, right? It's Wednesday. I know that. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Let's get started. We didn't see anything out, right? Everybody here? The only thing that went out was the call itself. Okay. So do we can. All right. Well, oh, we only an hour behind, so we don't have a whole lot of time. We're good for the day. So I know you guys got the same information I got yesterday. That uh, RV is happening. It's happening now. That the bank personnel are being put on alert, and uh, we're going to see this next Monday or Tuesday. It's not over the weekend, and it's all bullshit. Anyway, I'm just saying <laughs> the same idiot put it out again, and I'm still getting phone calls. Even though I keep talking about it, tell you guys, you idiot. There's no way it's going to happen, not now, and not without us knowing. And I can honestly tell you that. I won't be the only one to know it. Just like that idiot isn't the only one to know it. And know it that far in advance of everybody else. Because we have too many contacts, resources, and people that are actually involved in the process. Decision-making. But it's going to happen. And there's a bunch of good news out just about that. Okay. So I can let you guys ask the questions, or I can just give you the answers. So I'm going to give you the answers. It may lead to some different questions. Here, yeah, there's a 20,000 note, or they're saying they're going to put out a new 20,000 dinar note. So you want to say, well, why are they going to do that? Well, actually, you shouldn't even say why, because the article, CBI governor, everybody told you why, to put them on the same playing field or same direction as their neighboring countries. If they all have a 20,000, 20 or 20 note, uh, then they need to have one. Interchangeable, working, everything else. And that's all it is. That 20,000 dinar note will turn into a $20 note just like the 1,000 notes is going to be a dollar, the 5,000 is going to be 5,000, the 10,000 notes is going to be $10. That 20,000 note isn't going to be any different if it even makes it out. Now, does it make sense for them to have one? It does. If they're still going to use the three zero notes for two years, how can that be the only one they don't have? They can have the lower denominations. Ones, twos, fives, tens, $25 notes, $50 notes. But what happens when the country comes over with a $20 note and we don't have anything to match it? Or we come out with a $20 note and there's no three zero note to match it. That's going to make things difficult for people. So here's their solution. You got to say it really does make sense. So for everybody to be up in arms to tell you the RV is not going to happen and they're creating new notes, they, again, have no clue what they're really talking about or why things are being done. So it's a good position. TBI coming out saying they're not going to change the exchange rate. They're not looking at that. Well, that's what they're supposed to say. They're not supposed to say again. Even though they told us months ago, years ago, that they were looking at it. They told us back in January that, that they were looking at it. The closer they get to it, the more they're going to deny it happening, which isn't hard to figure out. What I do like, and this is what I do like, we don't know what's going to happen with the government yet. We're really getting into it. But the Sudanese guys that they put up said he would have the budget done by the end of the year if they let him be prime minister. It will be completed by the end of the year, which I think is going to happen anyway. But just the fact that he came out to say that, 
was a good thing. So what are we looking at today? They held a parliament session today. They did vote Halabuzi back in, which, you know, his resignation didn't go through, and it was for a vote of confidence anyway. I think they said only 13 of those that were present voted against him. Only 13. They had over 200. So he can continue doing what he's doing. What he didn't do, though, they tried to change the agenda and add a vote for the president of the republic on today's agenda. That didn't happen. It wasn't added to the agenda, but just to make sure, after they re-voted them in, missiles started landing near the green zone, parliament, destroyed some of the cars around the parliament building, and everybody evacuated the building, which means they didn't have a time to vote anywhere. But why did they wait till after his vote, but before they were supposed to take the vote president of the republic? If in fact they ever intended to do it. They didn't even take the vote of the first vice president or a speaker. So only one thing got accomplished. Well, I say one thing, but Parliament did have a meeting today. People were definitely concerned about it. They put up blocks on the uh, bridge as well as around the green zone. Protesters did start today. Um, they set up two blockades on the bridge. Protesters pushed them back from the first one. They retreated, and they already tore down that wall. It shows you exactly how this is going to be. Biggest news is... Uh, Amiri is supposed to meet with Sadar, they said, this evening. This evening. They're supposed to meet. They're making announcements that the crisis is over, that there's going to be a government, and they're going to do whatever they have to do to make Sadar happen so that they can. Which is good. And do I believe everything they're saying? No, because the framework is saying, hey, we're going to do what Sadar wants. We're going to hold re-elections. We're going to do what the people want. But after this, after the budget is passed, after we decide what new electoral laws we need, after we pass those new electoral laws, after... And that was the stuff that Sadar was concerned with. Once you get in office, now you're going to string this thing out forever. Well, we haven't talked about this. We haven't done that. Uh, the meeting's going to be three months from now. I mean, he knew what they were planning on doing. And that's why he kept saying he wouldn't do it. But now we're at the point. The Sardis group were upset because uh, the French president, came out and told him we want Al Kazini and that's what you guys should make happen. But they're saying he should stay out of their business, should be trying to influence it, blah, blah, blah. Even though we already know that. Today the US and the European Union made an announcement telling Iraq, is your country you guys should solve it. Cannot let what happened on August 29th happen again. That we cannot stand by and let that happen again. And we know it's all planned for Saturday morning. Saturday morning, the protests are supposed to start. So the framework came out and said they have a new agreement, a new alliance, they're calling it. Sadar hasn't acknowledged it. Some of his own members said they're not going to acknowledge it, even though they were trying to make an announcement today. But tomorrow they're not. And they decided they won't make it until after the first to see what happens, because some people already said they would withdraw from it immediately if anything happens on the first. Any protest, if it gets out of control, Basically, the U.S. has to take over once again. So nobody's committing to that new allowance. 
especially not until after the meeting with Sadar today. So they are telling you guys, we got to do something. Even Sadar has to do something because it cannot continue the way that it is. We talk about the central bank, the money in Iraq article came out today, which is like right down Wall Street. Walt is a corruption police. <laughs> or just Maliki police. $18 billion has been deposited in Lebanese banks by Iraq politicians and government agencies. And they're saying it all has evaporated because of what's going on in Lebanon. $18 billion evaporated. That's what it says. But just think about it. Other $18 billion, $1.3 billion belong to the Iraqi government, $650 million belong to the Kurdistan government, which means $16 billion was smuggled out, moved, corruption through corrupt politicians. Some of them use their own name, some of them use business names, some of them use Lebanese names. And this is the only one that they can track. They can't track the ones that use other nationalities, even some in American names. They can't credit to Iraq. There's over $16 billion. But the good thing about it, well, I guess it's good. Lebanon is saying the governments can get their money back. But everybody else's money evaporated. So unless their entire currency market turns around, their country turns around, they're saying they will never see that money. It's gone. But the country can get their money back. Isn't that a trip? I think so, anyway. All right. So good news. Uh, Oil is at $88, right? Good news, Iraq is saying even if oil goes below $80, people will still get paid because their money is guaranteed. The better news is they're saying the price of oil going down is only temporary. And I told you guys that on Monday. It's only temporary. And a lot to do with what our Federal Reserve did. Everybody panicking. It's going to readjust as early as next week when OPEC has their next meeting. It's definitely going to adjust over the winter. When people are using more oil for heat and everything else, prices are going up. Iraq still expects to be between 95 and $100 billion in their reserves, which is the highest they've ever had. As a matter of fact, tonight, I mean today, they announced they were at $87 billion. Up from 82 to 87 billion, and still expect to be 100 billion by the end of the year. I think Saturday is October the first, or close to it, right? We're almost there. Either way you look at it, guys, this is just about over. Oh, all of the 89.17. Okay, I'll take that. We like it. So that just means what we say, the dip was temporarily, and everything's going in the right direction right now. Big thing today is the meeting with Sadar, if it actually goes through this evening, and decisions that are made between now and Friday. But it looks like common sense is about to prevail. All right, Ray, let's get started. Okay. Hey. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. All right. Before we start. Um, first of all, I got to say for our people in Florida, man, I absolutely looks crazy. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but on our Twitter line yesterday, a guy put out a video of a tornado coming right at him. Which I could see. He stood outside with the video. 
Speaker of the House, Halabuzi's resignation, and then immediate reinstatement. Do you think he was ever serious about resigning? What was the end game? First of all, no. Um, Halabuzi was following in Tadar's footsteps and doing things that he wanted to do. Now they're very former government and they wanted to look neutral. So they said he did it. So Sadar so wouldn't get mad. Hey, man, I tried to resign, but they won't let me. They voted because they wouldn't let him because they don't want to add more confusion when they're trying to end this thing. At the same time, Elvis says, said, why do you guys keep blaming me for everything? If you're going to keep blaming me, then I don't want to be here. And now they have to go back and say, no, we're not blaming you. We really want you to be here. You're doing everything. So it was all just a show to be put on. For him to build back his confidence, for him to say to people, hey, see, it's not me, or they wouldn't have just voted for me again. And people who didn't vote for him the first time, which was a coordination framework, because he's Sadar's guy, did vote for him this time to make sure he stayed in place. So, again, it was all just a show. It wasn't going to change anything, and everybody already knew that before this vote took place. They were saying it on Monday. Nobody's going to let them. Everybody's going to vote. Why do we need to vote? Well, it's for him uh, publicly, again, to say, hey, I did everything I was supposed to do, and for them to say, you can't blame them if we just re-voted them in again. All right, what's next? So he was just having some low self-esteem issues. Okay. Yep. Well, he just tired <laughs> of getting blamed. Man, I think I'm going to try that. I'm going to resign. Because <laughs> actually, people don't like that. But I'll be not happy, huh? And so I have some people like that on open mic with low self-esteem issues. I try to help them out as best I can. Okay. Um, Sunstar says, would you please refresh our memories of what you or Raven believe are the top four currencies coming out in the first basket? How about we'll just give you all the currencies coming out in the first basket? Did you decide for yourself what are the top four instead of asking us? We have the Iraqi dinar, the, the Vietnamese dom, the Indonesian rupiah, the Iranian Rial, the Afghanistan Afghani, and the Zimbabwe dollar. I think those are the six that we have been referencing and talking about for over two years. Did I miss one, Tony? Yep, because there's supposed to be seven of them. Um... Oh, Venezuelan Boulevard. Ooh, there we go. Also, let me share with you um, um, from one member that sent in a, a donation. <laughs> I want to share his note. He said, had some personal crap going on in my life. Got rid of her. So back now. <laughs> Thanks for everything you do for us. <laughs> Now, let me read this other one because this is a little lengthy, so uh, ride along with me. It says, um, I'm just cutting right to the, the question part. It says, um, it, it does grieve me a little bit that you have never had Tony or yourself tell us just how the exchange personnel are getting paid. Some are saying it doesn't matter. I disagree. I think it would be useful to understand what motives these folks would be working towards, maximizing the exchange for themselves and their banks, 
or to get us through the process as quickly as possible so that they can get rewarded for more completed exchanges and perhaps more of our funds in their banks. In any negotiation, I would want to know what it is that benefits my negotiating counterpart, speed of the transaction or maximizing their return. Both you and Tony have had some useful tidbits about the upcoming exchanges, but this seems to be a blind spot for the rest of us. Hell, I think we've addressed that before in more than tidbits, but yeah, that's how you ended it with help. Wanted to um, have some more insight on um, what's in it for the banks so that he could be a better negotiator. So how are um, the exchanges as individuals getting paid or how are the banks getting paid for doing the exchanges? You need to go one step further and see which one I was supposed to address. But since he didn't, I'll address both of them right now. Okay. Every bank has a contract or agreement with the Treasury itself. And every bank's contract is different. It's not a blanket cross here. B of A negotiated theirs, Wells negotiated theirs, Citibank, everybody. And that's why they took turns of being the foundation bank, because they had the best contract, which would make sense since the foundation bank has to accept everybody for a minimum of 30 days as they're doing their um, exchanges. So the banks. Are the banks going to give their exchange personnel bonuses? Yes. They also have a system not based on use, based on the work they do, the hours they work, and the fact that they volunteer to be part of this entire process. But they do have a bonus system uh, attached to theirs. It's not going to come out of your money. It's going to come out of the work that they do and, and actually anything else. Who's creating the largest contracts and well, the exchanges are just going to be theirs. Once you go to private wealth managers, you will actually make money off of your money. And it's a traditional way. They can put you in a trade or take you out of a trade, in an investment, out of an investment. But they're going to get paid either way. And I absolutely want you guys to understand, they can give you all the perks in the world. But that's what they call them but you're still paying for them, just in other areas. Nobody's giving you anything free. They're not flying people across the country for free. They will fly you across the country without a doubt, and they may not charge you today, but somewhere you're going to pay for that. It just doesn't happen. All right, so yes, the exchangers get a bonus. It's already written in. The banks get a bonus. Yes, the banks are getting paid right now. They get paid, and that's what has happened every time throughout our last 15 years. They call their people in, put them on standby, make them work 12, 16 hours. The U.S. Treasury was paying the banks for that time. That was part of their agreement. So they have no problem bringing people in. And hopefully they thought it was actually going to happen they were just building the treasury and they got paid to it so hopefully i answered that question on all three levels all right what's next um let me see i think that was it on the board questions now we'll go to live questions uh, let me do this real quick though um sadly we had to let two members go just before we started the call they just had behavioral issues. So this is for them. Really? How do I say goodbye to what we have? <laughs> we'll miss them. Really? Oh, yeah. All right. 
I guess they, they just couldn't hold their lip any longer. So, you know, we can't have disrespect. You can disagree, but you can't be disrespectful. So, now let's slap it back up. Yeah. Yeah. Two eight one, Erico, you're on. <laughs> you are cutting up today. Oh my God. Did you want to play a song? <laughs> You play too much. <laughs> oh my God! I like listening at him with this foolishness today. Oh my God! I'm you, serious. You know what are you doing, King? foolishness? I hate to see anybody leave, but it's their choice. It's their choice. Yeah. Oh my God! Because <laughs> your brother cutting up today. I tell you. Mm mm mm. I know. He said disrespectful, and then he put Texas on the phone. I said, really? Uh-uh, no, you didn't. No, you did not say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all cut up today. That's why I have to. You know what? I have to be ready when I get on this call with you two. I got to be ready. I got some pleasure. All right. <laughs> so I do have some questions, but you have answered. Um, <clears throat> Pretty much what I was going to ask, I guess I just wanted to make sure that the the article that everybody was in an uproar about, uh, I wasn't because I felt like what you said that um, pretty much at the end, which you've always told us this, that it was going to be confusion for one thing, that um, – the actual uh, change of the rate that they were talking about, like you say, they're not going to tell us that anyway. So I really wasn't upset about that. And I know that I feel, again, like I think you kind of went over that, that we're we're close. We're very close, close to the end of this thing happening. It's just we don't know a date or the rate. But uh, with the bombing that Iran did um I think it was when, yesterday, this morning or whatever, in the green zone and all that stuff. How is that affecting anything, or is it at all? Wait. What we know is Iran bombed the Kurdistan area because they said they were going after Iranian terrorists in Kurdistan who were Kurdish. Right. They said they bombed the Kurdistan area. We don't know uh-huh. who bombed the green zone because they're expecting okay. doing their investigation. I just said it's kind of uh, coincidental or not that they waited until after the vote was taken to bomb the green zone, not before the vote was taken, after he was uh-huh. But before they could vote for president of the republic, because they said they were going to do that today. Kurdistan didn't say okay. it. But they didn't have to stand up with it because the bomb started and they left anyway. Right. So I okay. think that was planned. They just don't know who's doing it. Uh, okay. Al-Kazini says we're going to start an investigation and we're going to arrest him. Yeah, you've been saying that for 10 okay. years. But what's next? Right. Okay, well, and then, um, so by, you think by the weekend, we should know even more so what direction all of this stuff is going. Because with with Sadar doing his thing today, and then we know the first is coming up, and then the fourth. So after the fourth, you think we should definitely know what way we're going with this thing. Is that what, what I'm hearing? From you? Oh, yeah. Definitely after the fourth. So, what are we looking at right now? If Sadar holds a meeting today, conversation, if he says, go ahead and form the government and they do it on Thursday or Friday, because that's how fast they're going to have to do it. Even though, even today, the framework is saying, well, we're just going to wait and see what happens on Saturday. 
Well, nothing's going to happen uh-huh. until you try to do something, but we'll see. Uh-huh. I mean, if he agrees to it, there's no need to demonstrate because then he says his people are not going to participate in the demonstration. Everybody's going to go on because he has the most people. If he doesn't and he tells those people, hey, I'm out of it, go do what you do because that's their dog whistle, go tear it down, and they'll go and do that, then the U.S., European Union, United Nations already met with everybody and told them this is the next step when that happens. So if that's the way you guys want to end it, after the 4th of October, we're going a totally different way. But we'll know. I mean, okay. first is on oh, Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So, so if the government is seated and they do do it, but didn't you say on one of the calls prior that it may still take 15 to 30 days at least for us to, to I guess, see this thing, for us to be in the bank? Because there's some other processes that they have to do. If they yeah, everything, get the government. everything is done. They announced the new government. They give him his 15 days for him. They're going to vote and approve anyway because they say he already did it. So it shouldn't even take him 15 days. And, yeah, CBI is saying the okay. atmosphere right now won't allow us to do it. That's what they say. The atmosphere. Well, once there's a uh-huh. government in place, the laws can be changed. There's no rioting. Then we're ready to go. Yeah. He said okay. again today. I'm going to do the budget by the end of the year, if it's me. But even if it's not him and it's Al Kazimi back in, they're still going to do the budget because we know what direction we're going in. What direction, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Guys, do Let's hope this is – look, this is my birthday month coming up, so this is going to be a great month. How about that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, okay. sounds like it's going to be a drunk month to me, bro. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 360, Erica, you are on. Morning, Ray. It's Morning, hey, sir. Hey, man, how you well, doing? Uh, well, I've been watching the weather back east. Doesn't look too good, Ray. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I, was, I was glad that you uh, you weren't there. So, but Friday's coming, and maybe by then, who knows? Um, I, Tony, I was thinking, I tell you, Iran is doing everything they can. If we could just get a, uh, Israel to go after Iran, and then have them take care of that problem that the government's got with the women and that, that would be halfway to home base. Don't you think? Oh, what, what are you talking about? Trying to start another war? <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, it's, well, it's like Putin. It's not going to. You think they're going to go away? I don't think so. So you want Israel to go take out Iran for you so we can have an RV in Iraq? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I'm going to okay. put that in the question board. <laughs> Sometimes you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet, Tony. Oh, all right, but don't they have to be the right eggs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't know about that, but I uh, do know that uh, I don't know. Just a thought, just a thought. I think that the uh, something's got to make a deal some sooner or later because we're running out of time, right? I mean, today is the, uh, what is today, the 28th. So we got two, three days, weekends. That's right. That's right. We got a couple days going. Uh, and that's why we'll know by Saturday morning. It says the Dars people. So they started today. They started demonstrations today. They're having classes with but it's the TNDs and the other smaller groups who are already getting started. Saturday determines if the Dars group gets involved with them, and that is if there's no kind of change. Now, yeah. everybody knows, everybody except for the framework, that we got to make Sadar happy. And the framework is saying, no, nah, we gave him chances. He's just not going to be happy. 
and we're going to see how it works out. But I think Sadar himself, even though they keep putting it out, at some point they're going to have to say we got to do what's right for the people. And that is, okay, form a government, even though we don't like it, get the laws passed, or let's tear it down afterwards. That's what they should do. Let them form the government, change the rate, then go in there and tear it down and put in the government that they want at the higher rate. The problem with that and what the framework is trying to accomplish, if they're the ones who set up the government, if they're there when the rate gets changed and all the laws that Sadar wants done is completed through their government, they're going to say, we made it happen. We're the good guys, blah, blah, blah. And Sadar knows they're going to try and take credit for being forced to do what he wanted them to do all along. So it's a catch-22. But it can't go on like this forever. And that's what the U.S., the European Union today, the U.N., have all told them. You know, it's gone on too long, and that next step is too much. So it's coming to an end. Well, I, uh, yeah, I'm, of course, you know my my feelings on it, so no reason to bore everybody with, with you and that stuff again. So I'll just keep my fingers crossed and uh, keep thinking good thoughts. All right, sir. I, I will try and contact somebody in Israel and pass on your ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. Hey, sometimes just the, the, the mere suggestion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good day, and uh, Ray, I'm glad you're not in Jacksonville. So. All right. Thank you, sir. Yes. Ray. Seven five four. What, what's Ray? Is there anything yes. to say about Jacksonville? What happened with it? It's still there, isn't it? Oh. Okay. Well, I'll talk about it in a second. Oh, all right. 754. We're going to get 754. Well, good morning, Tony. <laughs> good afternoon, Ray, from a Greetings. miserable, miserable state of Florida today. Um, just to give you the current update of what's going on here, yes, we had several tornadoes touchdown last night, destroyed hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of planes at the private airport set fire to trees as the power lines went down. Streets are flooded. Um, Disney is closed. Universal's closed. Um, Airports in the north are closed. The whole west coast is now starting to get the brunt of the storm. And um, our west of the state Gold Coast, which is Naples, Bonita Springs, Fort Myers, Sanibel Island, because it is King tides, the high tides coming in, all that water is being pushed onto the land. So um, houses are going under, cars are going under, and tornadoes are coming back onto the East Coast. Um, Luckily, we didn't get any where I live. Um, Severe rain, lots of wind, a lot, a lot, hundreds of thousands of people without power. And it's only going to get worse because the eye is first coming onto land, and the eye is 34 miles wide when it was only three last night. So the backside of the storm, which is the worst side, will be coming on land within another hour. So luckily you are not here, Ray. Um, They tell people just hunker down. Stay where you are, and hopefully you've got the higher ground because things are extremely bad. This is five miles from a Category 5 hurricane, so it's almost as bad as Andrew was. But we'll make it through like we always do. We're a resilient state, so we will make it through. And that's the update on what's going on down here. Um, On to my questions, if I can remember them, because all we've done is watch this hurricane do devastation here. Um, 
As far as what made the CBI come out with that statement that it would be another two years, what was the reasoning behind it? That it would be another two years to change the exchange rate? Yeah. Why would they even come out with that statement? For what reason? Oh, I thought they said they had a five-year process in order in doing this, and it hasn't been done. I don't know that I saw that maybe this it'll be another two years. But I think everything that they're saying and doing right now is, again, because they're so close to it, because the reserves are so high, because now they're number one in the region, and the price of oil is going back up. They have to explain it, but they can't have people um, demanding it or waiting for it or, you know, or life not going on. So it will always be no, 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 it's not happening or it's going to happen this time. We know it's about to happen. We know everything's already accomplished that they need to get accomplished except for having a stable government. And hopefully that will happen this weekend. So okay. that's all that I can see. Go ahead. Uh, and do you think that the framework is losing any of their grip on Iraq with the events that have been happening lately, people defecting to Sadar's side um, this, with Halabusi, them not letting him resign? Do you think the framework is slowly getting eroded away and that this could really come to a quick resolution? I think that's been happening for months. Their group was solid at one time. But when um, Mary and what's the other guys now, when they broke away saying, hey, we're not doing what Maliki is saying, we're going to form a consensual government. We're going to meet with Sadar and do some of the things he wanted because we know that's the only way it's going to work. They were fracturing right then. They were doing the right thing. They were giving in, and it's okay. But they did because they know without that, the people are going to be in the streets, and that's the only thing that makes sense. The framework knows it too, but they're just trying to take credit for it, even though they're only one-third of the pie because there are other two major pieces are saying we're not doing what they're saying we're going to do. We're going to get the government because who else is here? Nobody. In order for it to be a government, period, it's going to have to be the framework because Sadar already walked off. So they're the largest group. The only way to form a government into all of it is through the framework. It's just do they offer everything he wants? And they're going to say, we're going to do that, probably without the exception of chopping Maliki's head off. We'll give you those if you want. Even though Maliki says, as soon as these guys are guys, we'll even talk to you about that. So they're willing to do all those things, which shows they're already fractured. But is this government going through? Yes. It is going to be formed, and it's going to have to be something that Sadar tells his people to back off, and let's just see what happens the first six months or so before we go after See if they do anything they said they were going to do, because we can always tear it down. But what he is saying and what Sadar's minister is saying, hey, it's more important than the party. It's more important than the decision. is the country of Iraq. And we're not trying to do anything in any shape, form, or fashion that's going to hurt the people. And the U.N. went in there, the U.S. went in there, he said, guys, this is going to hurt everybody. None of your contracts are going through. People are going to start walking away. The country is going to lose all this business that's supposed to be transforming it. You're hurting your own people. And at some point, Sadar has to realize that, well, shoot, let me get all this stuff signed and ink and going, and then let's do this. Then let's take them out. And that's the point I think we're getting to right now. Okay. On a little lighter note, in response to what Wolf said about letting Israel come into Iran, he kind of had like a good idea because one thing about Israel, they go to war and 24 hours later, it's all over with and they've won. 
So it might not be a bad idea to give it a thought. Um, That's my lighter note. (laughs) (laughs) And, Ray, just to give you a quick update, by Friday everything will be gone and Florida will be, at least southeast Florida, will be back to normal again. So you may not have to cancel everything, but um, this storm should be gone no later than tomorrow night. And uh, it's moving up to Alabama and North Carolina. That's where it's going next. But it won't be a hurricane. You're saying on Saturday, it's supposed to be in Florida, it's going to be in North Carolina? It's going to be in North Carolina. It's going across the state. Orlando is now starting to get hit with it. It's going to go, they said, into Georgia, but it's going to be downgraded by then to just a tropical storm when it hits North um, Georgia and North Carolina. So it'll just be wind and rain, but the hurricane itself will have dissipated over land. So okay. that is the latest yeah. from a miserable day in Florida. Okay, right, thank you. And, and we'll be back on Friday. Oops. Okay. All right. Yep, she'll be back on Friday. Yeah, and the um, the Florida activity, the training sessions, and the workshop for this weekend have been rescheduled to October 15th and 16th. And that's um, reflected in the forum, so folks can see that there has been a date change for both of those, all three of those sessions. 610, Erico, let's hear from you. You're still here. All right. Good afternoon, Ray. And good morning, Tony. It is NPA. Hey, man. It is another. It is another dynamite day here in the USA, gentlemen, and I'm going to keep it short. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button. And when you do, your name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro. P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That helps Ray tracks those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where they ask you to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice And in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT blog talk radio show this way you know your payments have gone through successfully remember to do it today ladies and gentlemen you'll be very very glad that you did as always ray and tony thank you for all you continue to do for us thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day thank you gentlemen all right, thank you, sir. Appreciate right, it. Sir. Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. All right, sir. It's time for us to go. 
remember this. Your storm is over. I believe your rain is going away. Clouds have moved. I believe you made it through it. about your future. To stop conference recording, this session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here.